This is Evangelist Glenda Camara. Welcome to the Secret Place Podcast, a division of Psalms 91 in 1 Ministry. Welcome back to Extraordinary Wellness 365 Podcast with me, Lisa Eady, your wellness advocate. This is episode number three, and we are already halfway through the month of January. So I'd like to reiterate what's been discussed in previous episodes because we build on them weekly. Some things just require repetition, in my opinion. Episode one, we discussed mindset and the importance of it. Our affirmation was change your mindset, change your life. Mindset is a fixed state of mind. So in everything we do, mindset matters. As believers, our mindset is all about focus on the word of God and applying it to our lives. It dictates how we show up in the world. If we are standing on the word of God with our faith in him, our mindset should match our actions. We should not have our mind fixed on Jesus and show up in the world as if our mind is fixed on Satan. A fixed state of mind for a believer births positive change. Hence the reason we have set our minds on journeying into Extraordinary Wellness 365 together. We will not always get it right, so save yourself some grace. Grace is not just meant for us to give to others. Sometimes we have to give it to ourselves. Episode number two was on spiritual transformation the foundation to Extraordinary Wellness 365, and we named some a few of the ways that you could attain it. I gave the scenario of the Shunammite woman. She had been spiritually transformed and she believed the word of God and the power of the holy man. She is an example, an extraordinary example of having a fixed mindset. Her response when asked if anything was wrong was, it is well, although her son lie dead. Imagine the place of spiritual wellness she had to be in to respond in this way. Think about how you would respond. This is why we have to have a spiritual transformation so that things of the world do not rock us as it does others because of the God we know and trust and the Savior that is interceding on our behalf. The affirmation we discussed was, I will not receive, achieve, or believe anything contrary to the word of God because we don't have to. That is my daily affirmation. In fact, I want to say it again. I will not receive, achieve, or believe anything contrary to the word of God. Now that we have discussed the foundation to Extraordinary Wellness 365 and its importance on this journey, let's get into today's really broad topic. Can you guess what it is? Yes, you guessed it. Nutrition. I knew you would get it right. Now, why did I get so excited about that? Well, when I think of combining nutrition with spiritual transformation, I think of what can become spiritual food and nutrition food just go together. And when I have balance in that, I am left feeling amazing. Let me say this. I am not a medical expert. I am just advocating for us to be well by sharing research and things I experienced and continue to experience on my journey to extraordinary wellness. 
I need to state this disclaimer because we will begin to discuss tips and tools that can be put into practice that may alter functions of your body for the better. The information contained or presented on this podcast is for informational purposes only. Information shared is not intended to serve as a substitute for diagnosis, treatment, or advice from a qualified, licensed medical professional. Any lifestyle, health, or nutritional program you choose should be discussed with your doctor or licensed medical professional. Seek the advice of a medical professional for proper application of any material on this podcast to your specific situation. Okay, now we have that business out of the way. Nutrition. It encompasses so much and there's so much information all over the place about it. We will not even begin to scratch the surface today. But I think starting starting at the beginning, thinking about nutrition, the first thing we need to know is nutrition is a part of anything we consume, such as food, supplements, essential oils, drinks, drinks, and how it impacts our body. The importance in each of these categories is whether it is of nutritional value to our bodies or not. I want to share a bit about my nutrition journey. As a child, I always, years, for as long as I could remember, I experienced headaches. As an adult, I was diagnosed with migraines. Several years ago, I was experiencing chronic migraines. I was having what they called cluster migraines. And I had several visits to the neurologist. Nothing was really helping me. On a visit to my primary care doctor, I was told that I had hypertension, better known as high blood pressure. Of course, I was shocked because in my mind, I'm like, how could that be? I thought I was healthy for the most part. I only weigh 125 pounds. I just didn't fit the description of someone I thought would have high blood pressure. The doctor said, oh, it's genetics. It's hereditary. So I was prescribed some medicine and a follow-up appointment. It was as if he thought I was just going to accept that I have a hereditary illness and I was just going to take the medicine and not research to see if there was another option for me other than taking medicine for the rest of my life. Now, I am not advising you to do what I did next or the latter part of this story. I'm just sharing my authentic journey with you. I decided not to take the medicine. I took the 30 days before my return appointment to change my diet. I ate fruits, vegetables, occasional fish, drank herbal teas, ate nuts. Um, I exercised at least four times a week and I took some supplements. When I returned to the doctor after those 30 days with um, my daily blood pressure numbers, the nurse also took my blood pressure that day. And so when the doctor came in and he saw what the nurse had taken and what I had presented, he was smiling and said, great, your blood pressure is good. So we'll keep you on that same dose since it's working. I said, I didn't take the medicine. I told him my regimen and he said, that's impossible. You should take the prescribed medicine. He even said it with a bit of frustration. Well, that day I sought out a holistic doctor to guide me because if I could feel improvement, not only to Um, a normal blood pressure, but an overall good feeling in my body. Why encourage me to take medicine? I didn't like that at all. So I found a new doctor who was all about healing with food, exercise, and a few supplements because his focus was not 
the high blood pressure, but my overall health. On my first visit to him, he asked me to bring in all of my supplements. And I went to him with all of them. And I had a lot of them. He said, are you taking all of this? I said, yes. He raised his eyebrow and proceeded to examine me. He did a thorough check of my blood work. He even kept samples of my supplements to test their quality because he was a chemist. I went away thinking, oh, good, this is great. He'll tell me how good the supplements are that I'm taking. But when I returned, he gave me 10 bottles back and he pushed two of them to the side. And I said, oh, these are the good ones? He said, no, those are the ones you need to toss in the trash because they're just full of fillers and other things that your body can't do a thing with except come out in the wash. I was blown away and I said, okay, but I trusted his judgment and I listened. And so I, that started me on the journey of not constantly buying supplements because I was big on supplements, you know, doing the research, the reviews. And that's when I learned that there's more to knowing about supplements just than just reading a few reviews at that time. That was many years ago. At that time, I didn't know any better. I dig a little further now. So anyway, um, I was focused on doing the things that were beneficial for my body. And so was he. My nutrition, food, nutritious food, exercise, rest and relaxation was what I was all about. So I stayed off the medicine and just follow suit, stayed under that doctor's care for a while until I felt like I had myself under control. But then I started a new job and I was working 50 plus hours a week. My routine went out the window. No more daily exercise, no more meal prep, and no more taking time to relax and enjoy life. I was exhausted. Most days I ate what I could, grabbed quickly, which was lots of processed food, which we all know processed foods are no-no. Processed foods um, generally are not even giving our body anywhere near the daily nutrients that it needs. I was just too exhausted to do, um, you know, any of the other stuff. I, I was exhausted. So just like that, my blood pressure was elevated and I was starting to not feel well again. So reluctantly, I went back to the doctor, not the holistic doctor. I went back to my primary care doctor and she prescribed me the high blood pressure medicine. The last thing I wanted was to do that, but I knew the damage it could cause by trying to wait it out until things slowed down for me and I got back to normal. So fast forward a few years later, I'm with a new doctor and I started back with the, the familiar of eating nutritional food, exercising, rest, and stuff that just made me happy. I re-enrolled in college and things were going well, but I was still taking the prescription medicine and I was not feeling good as I knew I could. I was doing many of the right things, but my health was not shifting as easily as it did the first time. I did suffer an injury that led to chronic back and shoulder pain. I started to incorporate other things into my routine like essential oils, a little yoga, gardening, cooking classes, fun stuff. Um... I was enjoying life again and feeling better. I returned to the doctor for a checkup with my daily blood pressure numbers in tow. She assessed them and asked what I had been doing. I said, essential oils, eating better, exercising, enjoying friends and family. She said, that's great. Keep up the good work. 
we're going to cut your dose in half. And the next time you come your next visit, then we'll probably take you completely off of the prescription medicine. So I was so very excited. That was just like just sweet music to my ears. What she said next, though, was a shocker. She said, I use that brand of essential oils, too. I said, why have you never told me about them? So question your doctors about other alternatives. When they offer you medicine, find out if there is anything else that you can do in place of that that's more natural. Because for some doctors, especially if they're not a holistic doctor, they're not going to offer the holistic stuff. They're going to offer the modern medicine. So make sure you ask for yourself because you have the right to ask if they know of things that you can do that are natural to help with that same situation. Excuse me. Now, in terms of the essential oils, we will talk more about essential oils in another episode of its own. But if you're eager to ask me about them, you can always email me at lisaed365 at gmail.com. That's L-I-S-A-E as in Edward, A as in Apple, D as in David, Y at gmail.com. So now fast forward a few months, I got married and moved to another state. I had my first visit with the new doctor and I took my daily blood pressure numbers again and she looked at them and said, oh, they're, these are great. I said, right. And my last doctor and I were in pursuit of um, transitioning me off of the meds. So I was hopeful she was going to go ahead and, and complete the task and tell me I was free to go. But she said, I don't really like the ones you're taking, but I'm not going to change it just yet. Let me assess the, pro the progress myself for a few months before removing you from them. I could respect that and I appreciated the fact that she wanted to keep an eye on me herself. So now, I'm sorry, I just huffed, but I'm thinking... Now, I'm on this Extraordinary Wellness 365 journey with you. So I, I am believing for the outcome. And so I believe I already know the outcome. I will be coming off of my prescription medicine because I am going to continue to do the things that I know benefit me so that I can have that end result. Now, the reason I told you that story is because I wanted you to think about the many moving pieces to our lives and how they impact each other. So when I was doing things, um, when I was doing things like exercising, eating right, um, learning new stuff, life was better in terms of my high blood pressure. But the moment I started to not take care of myself, essentially is what it means, when I started to not take care of myself and let work take over and started treating myself as secondary to anything, my blood pressure went up. It was elevated. So what that is a reminder of for each of us is that as you move throughout your life, pause and remember that no matter what you're helping to do, no matter what you're doing to assist others, you are most of the most vital component in any scenario that you put yourself in. So you have to stop and take better care of you. 
take better care of yourself because if you're like me and you love helping others, you need to be in your optimal shape to do that. And so um, I think that when we think about that and see how it overlaps and how it moves together and what can happen and how quickly things can fall off, then it, it brings it back full circle to understanding that we have to take care of ourselves because when, when we don't treat our bodies right, our bodies won't treat us right. And it's not their fault. It's the end result to what actions we're taking most of the time. So eating nutritional food, moving the body, doing things that bring us joy, using quality supplements if needed can work for us more than against us. And I can see the difference in my life on both sides. As I said earlier, two things I would suggest that you do or not do rather two things I suggest that you not do. If you have been prescribed blood pressure medicine or any medicine, I do not suggest that you do not take them. I also suggest with any new thing you are doing, especially when on prescription medicine, talk with your doctor about it because as you improve, the need for those medications could really decline. Now let's talk about nutrition and remember, we will not even scratch the surface on this episode because the subject is just very broad. And while much of the information out there is the same on many subjects, it's also vastly different. One of the things to consider as we delve into nutrition is to think about how your body feels when you eat certain things. One example to explain what I mean by this is my personal experience with dairy. I love ice cream. So I was thinking that, you know, eating ice cream, it doesn't bother me. I love ice cream. I'll be fine. However, that just was not true for me. When I would eat ice cream, the next morning I would get up and move like the unoiled tin man. Previously, when this was happening, I just thought it had everything to do with my shoulder and back injury. Until I decided to really pay attention to what my body was telling me. And yes, our bodies talk to us and we should listen very closely. It happened when I had dairy products like cheese and ice cream. So as we move along, there may be things that you hear about that may resonate with you that could be causing you some issues. It would be up to you to take those things and research further and talk with your doctor. So let's start with the basics. And I do mean basic because I want to explain things in a way that you will understand and remember. I find it easier for myself to absorb information when it's not loaded with all the technical terms. So nutrition is giving your body the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that it needs. Nutrition is the result of how food affects the body. Because we either feed the body what it needs to help it function properly or we feed the body things that it does not need and it won't function properly. So that means we need to define what food is because many believe that as we go along, whatever we feed the body is considered nutritious. Food is defined as nutritious substance consisting essentially of protein, carbohydrates, and fats used in the body of an organism to sustain growth, repair and support vital processes and to furnish in energy. So essentially food is what we need to support the body and we know that. It is what will help us to function help the body function properly and to maintain health. If we provide our body with what it needs, then we know that it will help the body to 
reduce risk of some diseases, including heart disease, diabetes, stroke, some cancers, osteoporosis. It can um, help to reduce high blood pressure, lower cholesterol, improve your overall well-being. It can improve your ability to fight off illness, um, reduce inflammation, improve your ability to recover from illness and injury, and it can increase your energy level, among other things. Food is comprised of macronutrients and micronutrients. Macro is the big stuff. It includes proteins, carbs, and fats, which offer calories to fuel the body for energy. They play specific roles in helping us to maintain our health. We should be mindful, though, because these are macronutrients are the ones for weight gain, calories. The micronutrients are vitamins and minerals, and they don't have the calories. They serve a variety of critical functions to ensure our body operates extraordinarily well. So based on research from the Mayo Clinic, we need both of them, micro and macronutrients. We need them for energy and we need micronutrients to help our body to be healthy and to digest those macronutrients. So how do we get them? We get them by eating nutrient-dense foods. MyPlate.gov says eating fruits, vegetables, grains, meat, protein, dairy will provide what we need. A few things to keep in mind. Protein can come from vegetables and it also comes from meat. The difference is the makeup of the amino acids that come from both. The amino acids are building blocks to protein. Protein is then used to build cells and muscle tissue. It is also used to repair tissue after an injury. So when choosing between animal protein and vegetable protein, remember this. Animal protein can be high in sodium, cholesterol, and fat, particularly saturated fat, which increases heart disease risk. Heart disease is the number one disease in the United States per Center for Disease Control. And leading that number are Blacks, African-Americans. So we have to stop and ask ourselves a few questions. If animal protein contributes to this number one killer in the United States, which then also hits our community the hardest, why is that? What can we do differently? Well, remember my scenario about the ice cream? When I researched this, ice cream or dairy is high in saturated fats. And of course, it has plenty of sugar. We just heard saturated fats contribute to heart disease, the number one killer in disease. So two reasons for inflammation or that your inflammation or my inflammation in this case went into overdrive is because that is what happens with sugar and saturated fat. It creates inflammation. So my joints were hurting. So and it, of course, in terms of my muscles. So when I was waking up in the morning, moving like the unoiled tin man, that was why. But we can change that with our diet. We really can. I have given lots of scenarios to people about things pertaining to food that might help them to feel better. And I hear responses like, oh, no, I can't give up pork. Oh, I got to have fried chicken. Wait, you, you I, I cannot. I, I have to have my sodas and chips. 
Yet it has been scientifically proven that eliminating just those things alone can create positive change in our bodies. So if we can get protein from vegetables like kale, tomatoes, turnips, greens, beans, and chickpeas, avocado, just to name a few, wouldn't it be worth it to see the number of deaths and diagnoses decrease in our community? This is an affirmation for this week. Since I know better, I will do better. It is a personal decision to take better care of our temple. As we know, faith without works is dead. We can pray and seek prayer for healing, but we can do so much more to help ourselves. So with that being said, I have made a decision to take meat from my diet. Now, I'm not telling you to do it, but it is the choice that I have made because I can see the benefit in it. I plan to continue eating nutrient-dense foods that are full of the macro and micronutrients I need. And I will keep you posted on, on my progress with this because I, it is going to be a part of my lifestyle change. It's not a temporary deal. So maybe for yourself, this would be a good time to think about some things that you believe could be helpful and altering in your life that you've thought about or something you've heard on the podcast but you just haven't taken time to execute it. Write it down and really think about it and think of what your goals are and where you want to go and put it into action. Since nutrition is such a broad topic, it'll be an ongoing discussion. Today, though, I wanted to leave you with a few reasons why it's important to eat fruits and vegetables. Vegetables should have the, the largest designated space on your plate. Be adventurous and try things you haven't cooked before. Someone asked me, how do you know how to cook that weird stuff? It's what they called it. My answer is Google search and experimenting and a desire to try different things. Because as the affirmation says, since I know better, I will do better. Different fruits and vegetables have vitamins and minerals that support the body in different ways. A diet rich in various vegetables and fruits may reduce the risk of heart disease, obesity, and you know just a few of the other things I named a little while ago. Eating vegetables and fruit rich in potassium may lower your blood pressure and may also reduce the risk of developing kidney stones and help to decrease bone loss. So as you can see from that quick rundown, fruits and vegetables are vital in helping our overall well-being. So I hope today when you make your plate, it is full of the good stuff, fruits and vegetables. As usual, I want to close out with a prayer and I thank you for joining me. Lord, we thank you for this day and this time that you have given us. God, I pray that something from this podcast blesses the listener and invokes change. Thank you for opening each heart and mind, including mine, to receive exactly what we need. God, I thank you as this podcast is helping me to grow in ways I couldn't imagine. I am choosing each day on purpose to be better than I was on yesterday. Our temples house the precious Holy Spirit, and we want to clean it up in every area with your guidance so that the cleanliness on the inside will impact those on the outside. In Jesus' name, I pray and believe it to be so. By faith and by faith, so it is. Amen. Until next time.